Hey girl, today is a very special episode and I'm going to share with you 15 things that I wish I could share with my younger self, the younger version of me that struggled for all those years with putting worth and value in society and an eating disorder and not even understanding my own identity. Get a notebook and a pen because you're going to want to jot down these 15 things. I pray that these bless you today, friend, and that they help you, give you hope, give you some encouragement, and just propel you forward in your journey. Here we go. Hey girl, welcome to the Her Best Self podcast. I'm Lindsay Nickel, former competitive figure skater and perfectionist, turned God-led imperfect boy mom and digital CEO. If you find yourself constantly thinking about food and wondering if you'll wake up one day free from the obsessive thoughts and behaviors controlling your life, then I've created this podcast for you because I know exactly what it's like to be a downright hot mess trapped in the destructive cycle of disordered eating. I finally found freedom and you can too, girlfriend. So if you're ready to heal your relationship with food and body and break the chains of control and show up in your best health, then grab your favorite Tarjay journal and let's get to it. So you can start living your best life as your best self. Hey there, friend. It is another Monday in January, which is our first month of the year and one of my favorite months because it happens to be my birthday month. It wasn't always the case when I was struggling with food and thoughts around cake and thoughts around celebrations and thoughts around people celebrating me. What I wanted to come on and chat with you all about today and of course celebrate today is that I didn't realize it has been 15 years free of my eating disorder and my disordered eating behaviors and really engaging in them. And so when I was looking back on all the years of my birthdays, I was thinking to myself, what has changed? How did I get to where I am? How do I have a husband that I adore and two boys? I've talked about before on the podcast where I didn't really think I'd ever be able to have kids because of the damage that I did to my body over the years. And just looking back, I didn't feel so 37-ish, which, you know, 30s are the new 20s, it's fine. But it was just a joke that I was talking about with my husband and my boys, but I didn't feel 37. I felt like 15 years of freedom from the struggle around birthdays and just celebrations and food and all of those things that used to be so scary for me in my life, it just felt so truly refreshing to acknowledge that it has really been that long. And to say that, I'm fighting a cold, guys, so you'll have to bear with me for this episode, but to say that it has been like super shiny with all the extra bows on top, it hasn't. There's been days of super stressful things occurring, right? Ups and downs in my life. I've had a bunch of traumas since then. But at the same time, it's super, super bittersweet to just look back and think about the person that I have become and how far I've grown. And I'm not sharing this to have a a Lindsay reflection with you, but I'm sharing this because I hope that it gives you hope. So for today's episode, I'm doing something super special. I wanted to come on and just instead of celebrating 37 years on the planet, I really want to talk to you about 15 freedom thoughts, freedom things that I would tell my younger self and not even my younger self necessarily, but I would tell myself if I was in that place 15 years ago. 
And so if you find yourself right now struggling with your relationship with food, struggling with the everyday minor little things because everything revolves around food and you're always thinking about it, you're always counting it, you're always worried about it, you're always stressed about it, that you can't even enjoy a birthday and you can't even spend time for self-care to celebrate you. Believe me, I've been there. As I look back 15 years, it seems so long, but yet not long at all. And so I wanted to share some things that I wish I knew and I wish I had support on during the time. I hope this serves you, blesses you, helps you, and I hope you'll share it with a friend. So let's get right into it. Number one, it is going to be hard and it is going to be okay. And it isn't going to all happen tomorrow. What I wanna encourage you for number one is that yes, it's gonna be hard and it's going to be okay and it isn't gonna happen overnight. And the process of healing your entire life doesn't happen overnight. And when I say your entire life, I mean your identity that's not trapped in a world that's just shattered by all these thoughts and beliefs that you're not good enough and that you have to control your food in order to be the best version of yourself, which is simply not true. So I wanted to come in strong with number one, yes, it's gonna be hard, and yes, it's gonna be okay, and it isn't gonna happen overnight. Number two, to have a mountain in front of you doesn't mean you are broken. It simply means that you're human. So keep climbing, friend. This one is special because when I think about how disordered eating and then eating disorders develop, it's really, it doesn't happen in the middle of a weekend, right? We make little constant choices. We start with a diet plan. We wanna lose 10 pounds. And then over and over and over time, we start applying these rules in our life that create this mountain. And that's how I think about it. And so you have a mountain in front of you now. It's been created. And the way to break free from it is to start climbing the mountain so that you can get to the other side of the mountain and look back and realize like, crap, that was freaking hard. But I don't have to live in a world consumed by food and consumed by the way I feel about my body. I can learn to choose that I'm worthy. Number three, gaining weight may be the absolute scariest thing in the world to you right now. Your body is going to have to gain weight if you're underweight and you're struggling. But you will not keep gaining weight. You will not blow up. Your body will settle when it can trust that there is nourishment coming. And there's going to be a day where you absolutely love it. I just want to highlight that. Like there is going to be a day where you love your body for what it does for you. There's going to be a day where you no longer struggle with the fear of gaining weight or the fear of you know losing weight and gaining weight and losing weight and gaining weight and it's constantly in your mind. You're gonna gain life again. Number four, it's okay to want a life free of disordered eating and still be freaking scared to death that you may miss the control and the behaviors at the same time. The truth is you absolutely will not. In fact, you know the, the less that our thoughts have over our brains and our minds, and the more identity that our true self and our intuition and our soul come out as we find who we truly are in separation from this fake identity and this false sense of belief that we've held so tightly to in our struggle with food is that the healing happens when we start letting that go slowly and then eventually we don't need it any longer, right? It's kind of like a bad breakup. 
Like, you know it's not good for you, but you just don't know how to get out of it. You know that you shouldn't be with this person, but you don't see your life any other way right now, and so it's just easier to stay. I think what's really important to to think about is that if you could fast forward just a little bit, like over the hard parts, right, over that halfway up the mountain, you would realize once you get to a certain point, looking back, it's so much harder to climb down than it is to just keep going forward. It's okay to want a life of freedom and also struggle with what is that even going to look like? Because right now it feels so far for me. So I just wanted to encourage you. Number five, there was a happy life before weight, food, and control consumed your everyday. And there will be a happy life for you again in the future. This is something that I talk about with my clients in my private practice. You weren't born constantly thinking about food and calories and weight loss. That's what diet culture did. That's what comments from friends did. That's what family members made you feel. That's the thoughts that you took into your brain because of perceptions, things around in your life caused. You're not always gonna have this awful relationship, but you will if you don't face it. So I don't care how long you've been dealing with this, there will be a happy life after if you choose to let it be so. Number six. You are not losing control. You are gaining control. The very thing that has control over you is the reason why you feel like you're losing control. You're gaining yourself back. And friend, I don't know what's worth any more than that. I want you to go to episode 12, The Biggest Lies You're Believing That Are Keeping You Stuck. And re-listen to that episode if if you've listened to it before. And if you haven't, check that one out because this is what I talk about. You're not losing control. You are gaining your life back. Number seven, healthy is not bad. Healthy is not fat. Healthy is not skinny. Healthy is what it takes to be simply alive. I wish I could go back and tell myself that. Like whenever I was trying to lose weight, I thought I was trying to be healthy. And that was the excuse that I would also tell a bunch of people, oh, I'm just getting healthier. I'm eating healthier. I'm being healthier. I'm making healthier decisions. And then when I had gone on the deep end of my disorder and I was faced with needing to become healthier so that I could survive, the thought of being healthy was really, 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 really scary for me because I associated with being healthy, meaning I was going to be big or I was going to be bigger. And so maybe some of you are dealing with that. Maybe you feel like healthy isn't necessarily a positive term. This is what our brains do when we try to keep ourselves safe. Healthy is a neutral a neutral thing, right? It's what we're making it. Healthy is nourishment. Healthy is giving your body the best things that it needs to survive. Number eight, you do not have to feel guilt for not exercising. It, your body is gonna guide you. Your worth is not determined if you exercised off the cupcake you ate. Your worth is not determined if you exercise six out of the seven days of the week. Your worth isn't defined by a number. And I'm going to keep coming back to that. But if you haven't listened to episode five, worth isn't found in weight, do so. Go and reflect back on that episode. Number nine, getting support and accountability is a must. You cannot do this alone, girl. This 100% is going to be your journey. But asking for help is the best thing that you can possibly do. I would not be here where I am now if I had not had a good group of people around me supporting me in my corner, telling me that I was going to be okay and I was going to get through this. And what did that look like for me? Well, at first it looked like 
a therapist, and then I got support from an eating disorder coach. And then I had a support group of people that were going through it with me and we held each other accountable. And if you do not have that, reach out to me directly, info at lindsaynickel.com, so I can help provide support for you. Number 10, take one day at a time. One moment at a time, grace upon grace upon grace. Girl, this kind of goes back up to number one with this is not going to happen overnight, but you have to be okay in the moment. You know, in our culture, we're so fast forward thinking, it feels nearly impossible to get where we want to go because we're already there in our minds, yet we don't know the steps to take to get there. You so badly don't want this in your life, but what are you doing minute by minute to prevent that very thing from happening that you don't want to happen? Take a moment, breathe. What can you do right now today to fight this battle? Don't think about 10 years from now. Don't think about two years from now. Don't think about next week. How can you honor your life, your body, and yourself right now? Give yourself time, sit with those feelings, and really, I'm going to talk about this in an upcoming episode, but journal them out, write them out. That's one of the best things that I did, and if I could go back to myself 15 years ago, I would say write more, because now I get to reflect on all of the things that I wrote to myself, and I get to go, wow, like, look at that growth, and look at that challenge, and look at the mountain that I placed in front of myself, and then was encouraged with support from others to climb. It's not linear. Every day is going to be hard. Some days harder than others. But when you can take one day at a time and simply be present in the moment of what you can control in the moment, that is when you will be more equipped to get to where you want to go in the future. Number 11, this journey will be the best freaking teacher when it comes to confidence, when it comes to love and self-respect, when it comes to happiness and peace and your relationship with your creator. Rock bottom is where you're going to be able to rebuild your life. Rock bottom is where you find yourself again. And so many of us got pulled into this because we allowed ourselves to be taken over by what other people thought or by what we thought other people wanted for our lives or by trying to impress other people. But the truth of the matter is when you're alone in solitude living in this rut, the only person there is you. For me, I had to surrender everything to God. And the Lord led me. He led me. He led me. And he can lead you too. 12. You have the power within you. No one can take that away and no one can do it for you. It's okay to not feel ready, but feelings are not truth. Feelings are just feelings. Feelings are going to come and feelings are going to go. You don't have to feel absolutely 100% ready. You just have to be ready enough to believe that you can be ready. So what does that look like? Do you want something different? Then you're ready. You don't have to have it all figured out. 13, not tracking calories is a superpower. It is freedom. And you can live a life slave free. I remember living every single day like it was a mathematical equation. If it wasn't in an app, it was written on paper. I would be sitting in my college class trying to listen and study, and I would be calculating how many calories I had had already that day and how many I was left able to have because I was starving inside, but was only allowing myself a certain number. If that's you, there's gonna be freedom from no longer needing to count. You don't have to count calories. You don't have to count macros. You don't have to count the weight on the scale. Stop believing the lies that culture is telling you. Stop. 14, 
Don't waste one more day of your precious life. I wish I could have time back, time that I overexercised, time that I was so disillusioned, like to the fact that I was documenting everything and I wasn't truly living because I was so obsessed. I was so obsessed and restricting. I was so obsessed and avoiding friends, avoiding moments, pushing away relationships. Don't waste one more day in this precious time that you have here with this controlling your life because there is nothing more important than your happiness and your peace. And last but not least, number 15, never diet again. (laughs) I'm laughing, but in all seriousness, honor yourself, girl. Honor your internal voice. Pray, eat regularly, and as you start trusting your body again, your body will start trusting you. Episode three, three ways to love your body even when you don't yet. Check that episode out. And as you start embracing life and food again and the enjoyment of it, your body is going to start learning those intuitive ways of eating. And what does that mean? You can honor your internal voice and your internal hunger cues. So you don't have to be living off meal plans and you don't have to be living off of calorie counting and you don't have to be worrying and stressing for all these things and all these fears that just are not true. I, to this day, 15 years later, I don't count calories. I don't look at labels on packages. I eat the way my body wants to eat. When my body is hungry, I eat. I make sure I'm eating regularly and I don't view food as good or bad. I've stripped all those labels off of it and I've stripped the labels off of myself too. And friend, that is what it's going to take. That is what it's going to take. Today, I'm only sharing this with you. I contemplated like holding back a little bit on this episode, but I didn't want people to feel like I was preaching at them or looking back and saying, this is where I am here now and I'm so much better off and all these things. Well, it simply is true that I no longer am strapped to the chains. I will tell you, it's not a linear process, right? There's days of your life where even when you have a great relationship with your body and a great relationship with food, the thoughts come into your mind and you have to challenge those thoughts still and turn to a healthy coping mechanism. But what I wanted to share today and the reason why I wanted to share these 15 things is because I wish that someone would have shared some of these things with me. And do I know if it would have changed my experience? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it would have gone in one year out the other. But had I had heard somebody that had gone through the journey that I was struggling through, maybe I would have given myself some grace and found hope and freedom. And if I can find that freedom, so can you. Doesn't make anything easier. It doesn't make one person better. It doesn't. All I wanted to share today was what was on my heart and 15 things that I wish I had known because I hope that they serve you. I hope they bless you and I hope that they help you heal. I want you to know I'm right here holding your hand and I am cheering you along because I've been right where you are. If you're struggling to love yourself, to find worth, if you're struggling to fill the void of these controlling thoughts, and if you really don't know where to turn next, you don't have to look anymore. I've created this podcast for you, friend, so that you can listen to me speak right into your heart. And if you want to work more closely together, email me. You will be sending an email straight to me. You can do that at info at I hope you have a fantastic week 
And I want you to know I'm rooting for you, I love you, and you can learn to love you too. Oh friend, thank you so much for letting me share what was on my heart today. My hope for this podcast is to help more women find freedom from food and body. If this has empowered or blessed you, let me know. I'd be honored for your rating and review of my show, and I'd love to connect with you in my private Facebook community. You really can move from perfection to purpose. Let's break the chains together. I'll help navigate the way. Until next time, bye for now, girl.